This is Miles Lambert uh, reporting back from Indyman 2015 for the Beer O'Clock Show on location in the Beer O'Clock Show room. Um, we are currently getting tucked into some fantastic beers, um, many of which have been consumed and there are, at, at this present moment, most people are upright. Um, not sure how long that's going to last, but uh, we shall see. Okie dokes, thank you. You're listening to You're listening to the to the Beer O'Clock the Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer O'Clock Show. It's Beer O'Clock and this is the Beer O'Clock Show. My name is Mark and joining me is a broken man. Hello, Steve. I am a broken shell of a man this week. <laughs> in in uh, indie man broke me. <laughs> Oh, this is something of an in-demand post-show review, and I'm sure as you listen to the clips that are peppered throughout this show, um, you'll hear the gradual degradation of Steve across the weekend. No, um, no, I have to say, I, I, I tried to do all the interviews while I was still sober early on in the sessions, <laughs> um, oh, very good. So, so you didn't get any slurred words or anything, I have to say. <laughs> you would have had a taste of that so far with a bit of verbal from our number one fan, Miles, before the before our intro uh and we're going to have a few more of those clips throughout the show but we also have a beer to review so this week last week we said we were going to be reviewing n7 from hamilton but we'll push that back to next week simply because we or steve rather came back with so much great content for this week so we didn't want to bring our guest matt in to do a beer review as well as doing all this audio so we're just swapping the weeks around and this week we are instead doing Snowball from the Wayne Brewery, which is a 7% something. It's a stout. Chocolate, coconut, coconut yeah. and vanilla stout. There it is. It's on my show notes. Look at that. It's all all, all arranged. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get our next Indie Man clip going, because we have a few of these clips to get through. So we'll get this one out of the way. This is from a chap called Paul. That's what it says here, Steve. Who is Paul? Uh, Paul Grant. He was on one of our lock-ins. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he was on the infamous lock-in, possibly, or he was on the last <laughs> one. Um, he was on a lock-in recently. Um, yeah, I did a did a review with Paul um, around quite a strange drink that he chose to review. Um, and you may also have to forgive the monastic chanting towards the end of this, this particular clip that's going on in the background as well. <laughs> Let's give it a listen. It's Indie Man O'Clock and I'm here with Paul at the evening session on Friday night at the Indie Man Beer Festival. Paul, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Steve. Well, thank you, Steve, for having me on. Um, what are you drinking right now? I am drinking the Thistley Cross Tempest Sa- Cider Saison, an 8% Saison with fermented with cider that was already part fermented when it was added to the whiskey cask. So. It, almost the ultimate definition of craft. Um, it's probably fair to say I've not got one of those in front of me, so we're generally going to be asking Paul for his thoughts on this beer. What do you think of the beer? It's an odd one. I mean, by definition, it's a craft snake bite cider and beer. <laughs> I'm looking at Steve's face <laughs> right now. Yeah. And it's odd because it doesn't smell like a cider or a beer. It's really sort of savoury in a way I, I, I would guess that's from the whiskey cask it's 
there's a lot going on. It's battling again. The cider's battling against that Saison, that really borderline wheaty Saison yeast, um, which is glorious. And then you've got this real fruity... Uh, the, the cider was fermented with champagne yeast, so there's this real dry crispness, crispness, almost chalkiness coming through. It's a real battle of a... I want to say beer, but that's clearly not the right word at this point. Um, at 8%, it's phenomenal. It doesn't taste like that at all. And should I end up, you know, this will probably be my downfall tonight because <laughs> this is the second beer of the festival for me, so this is not going well so far. Well, well let's get a time check as well. It's 5.57. Uh, uh, late as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've been in here about 20 minutes and you're already on an 8% snake bite. Yes. Um, what, what it's you... all over again, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. What, what are your thoughts on Indie Man? Oh, man, it's so difficult to say. This is my first session, so... And like we say, we've only been here 20 minutes, but we're sitting in here in the... I don't know what hall this is called, but we're sitting here in the hall. Well, we're in the deep end. We're, we're in the deep end of the pool. Literally yeah. the deep end, both metaphorically and physically. Yeah. Um, it's a gorgeous venue. Like, Look at the pictures of it. It doesn't sell it at all. You have to be here to look at it. It's cavernous. It's Victorian. There's wood. There's brick. There's peel and paintwork. It's, it's beautiful. It's spacious it's it puts a lot of these other beer festivals to shame which generally set themselves up in something that's no better than a conference hall you know a, you know a gray box of a room with some pillars in the middle whereas this is sprawled out there's little nukes and crannies i'm looking at all these little changing roomy bits behind steve here and just can't get over how well it's laid out. It's starting to get busier now. I think there was about less than a dozen people in the room before we started recording. It's just starting to fill up. People sitting down, getting some beers. We've got Charlton and Partizan and Weird Beard in this room, Hawkshead, Thornbridge, all some real big names and great names in craft beer. So as the night goes on, no doubt I will find more to love and more Probably not more beer ciders going around, but no doubt more beers to try as we go yeah. on. Okay, Paul, thanks for your time. Where do people find you on Twitter? Find me on Twitter at Can I Get a P. That's literally all one word. I had to capitalize the name a few years ago because people thought it was Can I Japa, which makes even less sense, but even just searching by Paul Grant, we should come up with it, no doubt. But yeah, okay. hope to see more, try more beers to the festival. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so Steve, um, I hesitate to ask, what have you been drinking this week, mate? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've i gone for, um, rather than reel off all of the beers that I drank uh, at Indie Man, because actually I, st- I stopped checking them in on Untapped as well, because I actually wanted to take it as an opportunity to talk to people for once, and my phone stayed stayed in my pocket for quite a lot of the weekend. So what I've gone for is, is essentially what I thought were my top three picks from from the the, the weekend um so the first one was a collaboration between buxton and omnipolo uh this was on on the thursday evening and it went on the thursday evening as well it was an ice cream parallel 
which was a five and a half percent vanilla palau and literally mate it was like smelling um an a vanilla ice cream cone you know like a mr whippy uh, yeah. The taste on it, it had all the vanilla flavours coming through it, and it had this little sour kick at the end. It was just absolutely perfect, absolutely stunning. Um, the next one to mention, and again, this is another strange one, and, and this is the one that really gave me a swift kick in the balls on Saturday <laughs> morning when I was really struggling to get going. Uh, it was from Cloudwater, and it was called Guji Sadamo Coffee Lager. Now... Oh. It was incredible, mate. It had all the aroma uh, of of a really, really deep coffee. And if if you were if you were smelling it with your eyes closed, you probably would have thought it was a stout. On the flavour, the coffee was more subtle. It didn't have that uh, overpowering lagerist lagerness about it, but it was just so very well balanced and such a very enjoyable drink. There were quite a lot of people raving about that one uh, at the weekend. Um, and then the final one was another collaboration um, from Magic Rock and Arizona Wilderness, which was called Cross Pollination, uh, which was sort of like a cross Atlantic IPA, which was uh, that pretty much finished me off on one of the sessions as well, um, I think. So that, they'll be my top three picks. So I had loads of others, um, which I won't bore anyone with. And I can't even say look through my untapped check-ins because, as I say, I didn't check them all in. Um, but let's just say <laughs> I had a lot of beer this past weekend. Very good. I had, I actually had some beer in the past week. Regular listeners will be shocked to hear. And I'm sure you're shocked to hear. I did promise that I was going out last week, and I did. I went to the Old Fountain. I only went there for a couple. Um, and somewhat underwhelming, unfortunately. Oh, really? That's um, the first time I've ever heard anyone describe the Old Fountain as underwhelming. Well, the choice was okay. I think it was more the beers that I chose. Uh, so okay. I, the first one was Undercurrent from Siren Craft. Brew, which was an American pale ale, that was was all right. Um, what else did I have? Um, so that undercurrent, it's just like there's nothing there. Is I don't know if it was if that's just how it is, but there was like drinking some beer flavored water for me. Hardly any flavors in it at all. Um, then I had in the rye from Wiper and True, um, which wasn't too bad it could have been a little bit more sour um and a little bit more no- nose from the yeast i thought but it was nice and refreshing all the same um and then on this just just this past weekend i've had the season saison nelson savon from partisan which i'm sure you've had before steve probably back in the past yeah maybe, I'm sure you maybe not as i'm a bit saison adverse <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've definitely heard of it before, um, and that 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 was a decent saison. It would have been nice with a little bit more saisony, but you know, nice bitterness going all the way through it. So that was an okay beer. So that was about my week wrapped up. I was going to have a bit more on Saturday night, but I had to get up early on Sunday, so I didn't get a chance. Um, let's have another indie man clip before we get to the news. This is with Bob and Carl. Anyone, any, anything you want to say about this, mate, before? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Carl, people will know him again from previous lock-ins. It's uh, the bearded one. Um, didn't oh, even, right. It did an interview with him. And uh, Bob, you can find um, him on, on Twitter at Bob Maxfield. Uh, we were chatting about a beer that we were drinking and about some beery treats that they had made as well. 
It's Indie Man O'Clock and I'm here with Bob and Carl. Guys, welcome to the mini show. How are we doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah not too bad. Good, and for those of you that uh, might recognise Carl and the accent, this is Carl, known as the bearded one on Twitter. The bearded one. The bearded that, one. That, 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 that bearded, bearded one. one. Okay, so we're, we're drinking um, Alpha State's Sriracha Ace IPA. What do we think of it? Um, it smells interesting. I'm not sure by the smell yet. Quite. What do you think? It's very coconutty, bubbly, bubbly gum uh, aroma. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I had a little sip, and it's quite got a dry, bitter IPA taste as, as you would find in like normal IPA. So I don't know whether or not there's extra hops with the sriracha ace, to, and the sriracha ace was just added to the aroma of that. But it smells great. I, I love sriracha, so I'm it's it's an quiet. interesting aroma. It is a really interesting aroma. There's a lot going on in there, and on the flavour, as you say, it's, it's quite sweet up front, and then it's got this kind of lasting sweet stickiness that kind of hangs around in the mouth for a little bit. Yeah. Not overly bitter, but there's enough of a dry bit of finish there. Yeah, you know, you know, it's bitter. You can taste that bit kind of in the middle of the tongue, but like you said, that sweetness afterwards, yeah. and it makes it real kind of quite quite easy to drink actually. My my main worry is the um, sriracha ace was an afterthought. It needs more sriracha in it. Yeah, okay, it's interesting. You just put hops in everything. <laughs> yeah. All the hops you can find. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Indie Man. Guys, what are your thoughts on the festival this year? Um, it's fantastic. The atmosphere, the people, the building is just brilliant. Um, it's really, really good time. We, we've kind of sat chatting to people, meeting um, kind of people that we've met through Twitter, you know, like yourself and, and um, the, the Irish beer snobs and things like that. So just... The atmosphere is really good, really comfortable, enjoying yourself and just enjoying the beer. And Carl? It's a one-off beer festival. It's There's nothing around here that in the UK that is actually like it. Um, it's it's more of a social gathering than a beer festival, and I think that's what makes it. Yeah, definitely. And listen, you guys have bought the most amazing beer snacks this afternoon as well. So, <laughs> Carl, Carl, you bought some of the, the the brownies from the recipe that I use. Bob, you bought some. What were they? Uh, chocolate fudge cookies with um, was a, a stout, a, a flying dog um, double um, coffee stout, I believe. Brilliant, just great stuff. I thoroughly enjoyed both of what you bought. Thank you ever so much. Um, so, guys, where do we find you on Twitter? Um, I'm really boring, and it's just Bob Maxfield, at Bob Maxfield. I'm not quite as creative. I've got a beard, but, you know, I didn't. that, that was already taken. <laughs> You're not that bearded one. I'm not that bearded no. one, no. That, that, that. That bearded, that, that bearded, that bearded one. And that'll be you, won't yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, guys, cheers. <laughs> that was Bob and... Carl, I'm sure there's a show in the making there. That's that, that's, <laughs> that, that there's a whole new spin-off series there. Bob and Carl do beer. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any news, mate? I've got some news this week. All right, here's your pips. I'll I'll do some nice gentle pips, please. Okay, so first up, uh, and a beer that we've featured on the show before, so Montezuma's Chocolate Lager um, is apparently proving really popular. Demand for the lager is growing as the Christmas season approaches. It's being stocked in more places. It's becoming more widely available. Uh, If you want to know what we thought about that beer, um, check out the review that we did on show number 72. 
That's the Hogsback one. That yeah. is the Hogsback Montezuma chocolate lager. Yes. Uh, a class, bit of classic beer news here for you. So it's a London Pride. We all love Three. a pint of London Pride or six if you're John Keeling. <laughs> Um, it's it's won a prestigious gold medal this week at the Stockholm Beer and Whiskey Festival, uh, festival oh. that's in its twenty fourth year. Um, provides opportunity for people to try drink try drinks from all over the world. Um, London Pride apparently sold more than two thousand barrels in Sweden in the last year as well, so it's quite a popular drink over there. So congratulations to Fuller's and to London Pride for winning that prestigious award. Um, and then finally, there's some event news. Um, you remember that last year we went to an event up at the Duke's Head in Highgate uh, that Matt mm-hmm. Curtis hosted um, called Darker Days. Well, he's coming back and he's doing another one. Darker Days 2, imaginatively titled <laughs> The Darkening. Um, darker, <laughs> more indulgent and with even more beer than last year. So this is on the 4th of November. 7pm. It's being done in collaboration with Siren this year, who will be releasing the Caribbean chocolate cake on both cask and keg, and also other beers from Siren will be available. Um, but I'm sure, as Matt's going to be with us on next week's show, he will be talking about that event in person. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time last time that we it were was, there. It was a, it was a nice uh, selection of food and, and, and that, that was matched with the beers, and that will continue this year as well, all the way through the uh, I think there's going to be five beers on offer, um, each match with a different course. So there'll be some desserts in there as well. But as I say, if you want to, if you want to hear more about that, I'm sure Matt won't be too backwards in coming forwards about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> My main memory from last year was us trying to find the place from the train station, and oh. walking up the hilly, windy streets of North London like a trail of hobbits, trying to take a, a ring to Mordor. Yes. Basically. Yeah. And, <laughs> but and at it, the end. At, at the end was beer rather than rather than Sauron. And it just felt so far away from anywhere. <laughs> as, as, as and well. then we got there and people were going, why didn't you just come up the other way? Yeah. There's another, there's another station. Oh, not thanks. not knowing North North London that well there, there then, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a struggle. But we'll try and poke Mac for some travel tips as well if, <laughs> if you're thinking of coming down for it. Yes, that, that would be worthwhile. Okay, let's do another indie man clip, mate. What, which one is this one? Uh, so this is uh, Claudia uh, again, who's becoming a a, a regular um, appearer on on this show, <laughs> uh, a regular guest this year. Uh, and this is just the chat that we had towards the end of um, the Saturday, um, just having a look back at the festival and how it was going, um, and, and having a chat about what what makes it so good. It's Indie Man O'Clock and I'm here with Claudia. Welcome back to the show again, Claudia. Thanks, Steve. I feel like I, I keep hogging your airwaves all the time. So It's it's great. I love featuring you. I love featuring the, the convention. It's literally the highlight of my year. Um, How has this year been for you? I think, um, I mean, from behind the scenes, it's always kind of like you feel it's absolutely nuts and nothing is working but uh, from the from the other end of the bar it does seem to be working we've got a lot of people in the building and outside but luckily there's hardly any wait times on the bars um, I have to stress that the volunteers have been absolutely amazing uh, they've just jumped on everything that we've asked them to do uh, without you know sort of quibbling or anything um, they've just done an outstanding job and we would not be able to do this and deliver this festival, deliver this convention even, um, as as we are without them. I, I would agree. The volunteers have been amazing. How how important are, are they to Indie Men? They absolutely 
make it run. I'll just give you one example. Uh, I mean, we've, we have about 8,000 glasses that we had on Monday. We sort of started washing a little bit, but we didn't really until Tuesday when the volunteers rolled in. And within two days, they had it sorted and we, we would have not been able to cope. Absolutely not. So, and, and just night on night, I mean, on the bars, making sure that the place is tidy, um, you know, making sure the bins are emptied, um, making sure people are getting their tokens and, and whatever they need. Um, it, it just would not work without these guys and girls. So what's been the highlight of this year's festival for you? Convention. Keep calling yeah. it a festival. It's the convention. <laughs> um, what's been the highlight for you? Oh gosh, I think I'm personally incredibly chuffed that Pierre Tilkin is here. Uh, I think people are finding it really fascinating to hear about him blending and doing the tastings and just getting those beers out here. Um, against the grain, those guys are amazing. The beers are flying out. David Walker coming in, for me, sort of a personal yeah, thrill, I guess, um, to have, have him here. And yeah, I just, um, it's, it's really kind of the whole package. It, it all comes together. So many friendly faces, so many people that uh, I've, I've met now over the years and, and, and people kind of gathering here to, to meet up with, with their buds from all over, and which is, which is great. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Okay, question I've asked you a few times. What's next for Indie Man? Oh boy. Uh, or oh, too early to say. I think it's probably too early to say. We're, we're, I think we're really happy with what we've achieved this year. Um, it's always a balancing act between reinventing ourselves, but also providing parts of the experience that people uh, have come to love. So um, we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, I think uh, we, we've learned a lot of good lessons, um, and I think uh, we're going to draw on customer feedback as well. So if you've attended, you're probably going to get an email in your inbox uh, asking you what what we could work on. And we've already heard some feedback about what we can do better. And, and we'll take it from there. And listen, I'm just going to stress the importance of that. Guys, if you get the email in your inbox, take the time to fill it out because feedback is so important Absolutely. to anybody that organizes an event, good or bad. Yes. Every bit of feedback helps. Um, do you have dates for next year yet? I think um, we are booked in already. It's just, it'll be the same weekend, sort of dates of 7th, 8th-ish of October. I think that's that's already, it's it's booked in with Victoria Bats. Uh, I guess we have to make it happen otherwise, you know, yeah. the, the rest of the, the package. But um, yeah, so it, we, we're gonna keep working. We, we've established a festival that, well, a convention rather that people have grown to love and um, as sort of it's taken on a life of its own almost so um, yeah I I just uh, I hope people have enjoyed it this year we're, we're looking forward to your feedback and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend brilliant cheers and there we go that was Claudia okay so let's get into this week's beer buddy if you can handle it are you right, mate yeah this is the bit that I've kind of been dreading <laughs> So as I said at the top of the show, this is Snowball from the Wayne Brewery. It's a chocolate, coconut and vanilla stout, 7%. It's one of the big old bottles as well. Not your 330ml stuff. This is one of your standard... Oh, no, it is 330. What, what are the smaller ones sized? No, this is this is 500ml, mate. It's got 330ml on the side of the label. Has it? 
I, yeah. I would guess that that label's wrong because this is a big bottle. It is a big bottle. That, that is never a 330ml bottle. I'm sorry, that's, that's, no. that's a 500 But does it say 330 for you? It does say 330, but yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe, because it's a, because it's 7% as well, I'm wondering if maybe they intended to put it into smaller bottles. Maybe. Um, God, that does smell good. That... Lovely chocolate coming off that. That's all I'm getting at the moment, though. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not getting much else. A hint of vanilla, but I'm definitely getting no coconut off of it. No, just chocolate for me. But even faintly of that. But then my nose hasn't been working for a little while. So, uh, but it's got a lovely thick chocolate milk head on it. And it's black as anything as well. Very faint carbonation I can see through the glass. So, uh... Shall we get into it, mate? What doesn't kill you? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Lots of roasted flavours coming through there. Lots lots yep. of toasted flavours as well. So maybe the, the, the coconut's kicking in a little bit more on the flavour. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just hints of vanilla. Just just nogging, nogging? nodding. Nodding. <laughs> <laughs> just, just nodding slightly towards... Um, No words. I just stopped. No words. <laughs> the vanilla is kind of softening the the roasted flavors that are coming through. The, that dark chocolate flavors that are coming through. Just very tips of lightness on the edges of the palate. I'm finding, which is probably can be attributed to the to the softening from the vanilla. I'm not getting much coconut from it, but I'm wondering if, like you say, if it's roasted coconut and it's not that sweet coconut that I was kind of expecting. Yeah, then, you're, you're carrying this one, mate, this week. <laughs> but then my bottles, this is one, this is straight out of the fridge, so maybe I need to let it warm up a little bit before I can get all the flavours. Ah, see, now I'm drinking, mine's at room temp, so oh, okay. I, I think I'm probably getting a lot more of uh, of those sort of roasted and, and, and some of the coconut flavours coming through. The, the chocolate seems to have softened on the flavour. What you've got yeah. is you've, you've got the underlying basis of a of, of a solid stout. So, mm-hmm. so it, you've got fa- a fairly dry, bitter roasted beer going on there. And then you've got all these other flavours just licking around the outside. So you've got the chocolate, you've got a little bit of vanilla, you've got a little bit of coconut in there. None of them really shine through, but they all really balance out together. Yeah. Now, fortunately, it is a big bottle. So after we finish recording this, I'll go sit down in front of the TV and let it warm up a little bit and enjoy it throughout the rest of the evening, and hopefully I'll be able to pick up some more of those flavours. Now, this is a beer that we got, because we went halves in a box of beers from Weigh-In. After, yeah. After the last time we reviewed some of their stuff, and we really liked their beers and decided to go in for a box, um, this is the beer that I was mainly looking forward to drinking out of that box. Box turns up, you tell, you, you tell me to put it aside because we're doing it for a show, and I'm like, fucking hell, this is what I wanted to drink. And so I've now I've had the wait until tonight, so I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> has, has it been worth the wait, mate? Does it does it live up to the expectations that you had placed upon it? No, because I'm I'm not getting the vanilla and coconut that I was hoping to get. But like I said, it is straight out of the fridge. It's been out of the fridge for maybe thirty minutes, which is not long enough for it to really open up and warm up. And obviously we've only just opened it, so it's not aerated or anything like that. So. Like I say, I'll take it in front of the TV after we finish recording and hopefully those flavours will come through. But just as a stout, if it was a chocolate stout, it'd be great. 
because you are getting those hints of chocolate coming through. It's not an overly sweet chocolate, which you don't really want in a stout in my mind. You want something that, like you say, is dry and you want those roasted flavours to come in. So it is it is a pretty decent chocolate stout, but I'm just waiting for that vanilla and coconut to, to come through as well to really lift the mid palate a little. Yeah, just just to balance out a, mid, <clears throat> a little, the, the chocolate isn't overpowering, so so it's, no, no, it's no. not the dominant flavour in there. It, it's very subtle, and I think if you wanted to get really craft about this, you could probably dump a scoop of vanilla ice cream in that, and it would make an amazing stout float. Um, because I think those flavours would really work with the ice cream. Um, mm-hmm. I've not yet tried the infamous vanilla stout float, um, but I'm hoping to, to give it a try with a beer that I've got in a few weeks' time, so I'll, um, I'll report <laughs> back on that one. <laughs> nice. I've not tried that before myself. Um, the Beer Channel guys, they, they did a... I think they almost did a series of beer floats, or they did one show that was dedicated to a variety of yeah. beer floats. Yeah, Con- Con- Connor's done a few as well. Um, Connor right. Murphy, who we've had on the show, he's he's done a, a few reviews of them as well. So there's, okay. there's, there's just enough rem- people doing them. Yeah, I just remember Johnny's gurning face as he's plopping ice cream into beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's keep on rolling with our in-demand clips. This is our penultimate clip. This is... <laughs> I just looked at the show notes. This is Mr. Beer Farts. It, it is yes for for those people that, that that follow him on Instagram he is he is the man with a pocket full of Lego um, and it's probably fair to say that what you're going to hear is more my excitement talking to him about the Lego than it's, that's in his pocket than the beer that we're actually drinking. <laughs> it's Indie Man o'clock and I'm here with Beer Farts, the man, the Lego man. He's got Lego in his pocket, but we'll get to that. Um, beer Farts, welcome to the Beer O'clock Show. Howdy, guys. Um, okay, we're drinking a beer. This is a beer of your choice. Yeah. Tell us what we're drinking. We are drinking Stingy Jack, although Stingy Jack, as you call it, apparently there's no E. There's an E missing. There's, there's an E missing. There's so, but there, we'll maybe. look over that because I personally really like this beer. It's from Beaver Town. It's a spiced pumpkin ale. You're taking a I'm having a little sip right there. Um, yeah, okay, let's, um, let's tuck into the beer, talk about the beer, and then we've got to talk Lego. Yes. So, uh, cheers. Cheers, man. You... Okay, no, what do you think? What, why do you love this beer? Why did you go for this one? I, well, I, I, I love Beaver Town like so many other people, but I'm a big fan of good pumpkin ales. I've always liked a pumpkin ale. The problem is there's so many bad pumpkin ales out there that uh, taste like pumpkin syrup has been poured into them, and... It's a brown ale with pumpkin syrup poured into it. This is so rich and flavourful that it, it just is so balanced. Um, for me, it, it's amazing. But. Okay, I'm not a fan of pumpkin ales. I put them up there with festive beers that have been over-seasoned and over-spiced. Um, but it's, it's a decent beer. It's got an underlying, there's a very good beer there. I'm not a fan of the pumpkin or, or the spices that have gone into this, but let's jump rapidly ahead. Let's talk Lego because because you are you are the man on Instagram that uses and you've got a you've got a pocket full of Lego as we talk right now. Um, tell us how how did the Lego how did the Lego come about? Um, so the Lego Movie, what was it? Nearly two years ago. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that and. Uh, my 
girlfriend bought me um, a Lego set as a bit of a joke, and I was already posting pictures of beers on Instagram, as so many of us do. And I decided one day just to stick the Lego men with the beers. My friends were like, this is cool. Suddenly I got a lot more likes, um, and it just kind of spiraled from there, and it went one set at a time, one more minifigure at a time, and here we are. So the, the selection in your pocket right now, when you come out, do you literally just grab a handful of Lego or do you choose the bits that you think might go with the day that you're about to have? I wish I could say it was a handful that I just grabbed, but I spend, a, I spend 30 minutes max packing for um, Indie Man, 25 minutes of which was Lego selection. <laughs> <laughs> and train beers. Yeah, that, but, that, that. Lego and train beers. <laughs> yes, that, Two that. minutes on clothes. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so it's your first indie man. It is. Thoughts? Uh, so far, so good. It's amazing. Part of the reason I was so excited is because of you guys. You really took it up on your podcast. Um, other guys as well, in, uh, bloggers, writers, etc., really rate this very highly. It, I mean, the, some of the brewers here are the best in the country. They've got some special beers on, they have standard beers on. The, the, the standard's really, really high. And on top of that, the location is just incredible. It, re it makes it. And something that you spoke about in your uh, last week's blog is that um, would, would they move location if it got that it was too busy here? I really hope they don't because everything about Indie Man, I feel, is the location. The people love it because of that. I really hope they don't move. Absolutely. So, um, okay, tell us where people can follow you. Uh, so I'm at beer farts or at beer underscore farts on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, beerfarts.beer is my website. Okay, great stuff. Well, cheers for the beer. Cheers. Okie dokie. How are you going with this beer, mate? Yeah, mate, it's there's not really too much else I can say that I've not already said. It's it's got good body to it. Um it's not overly carbonated, which you don't really want from a stout anyway. Uh all of the flavours in there are very, very well balanced, they're all very subtle, um, and mm -hmm. it does leave a, a lasting sort of coating of bitterness in the mouth. So it's uh yeah. it's kind of a perfect beer as as the darker nights are coming in now to to see in some of those darker nights. Yeah, especially tonight with a bit of chill in the air. Um, one thing I can compare this with the previous Wayne beers that we've done is they don't beat you about the head with trying to sell you on their unique take on a style, if you get what I mean. Yeah. They, they just put out beers that capture the essence of what they're trying to do without them trying to be arty-farty about it or crafty-farty if you want to say it. That they are good. They're, they're good, solid, almost traditional beers, I, I, I yeah. would say. Um, they, they do quite a good range, a lot of seasonals. Like I say, we you know, we were both blown away with the Pample Moose when we did it last season enough to go halves on a box and have a go at some of their some of their other stuff. There's been a few hits and misses in there, but um, this is this is one that I would certainly put up there with the with, with the Pample Moose that we had previously. Mm-hmm. Indeedy. So, mate, have we got an Instagram of the week? We we, we have. Uh, there is a, a another great big empty box of nothing waiting to to go to somebody, <laughs> um, and it it would just be wrong if it if this also wasn't indie man themed. Seeing as this is our 
post indie man review show so uh this 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 week's winner uh, another new winner so congratulations to at s underscore maxfield um which for me uh was was a picture that is essentially summed up the um the indie man <laughs> festival there's a there's a six pack of the cans a glass of beer uh, and a map of the venue so that's up on our instagram feed it's up in tonight's show notes if you want to have a go at entering um the, the the prize this prize all you've got to do is put a put a picture on instagram use the hashtag cheers guys and if it catches my eye you will win your very own great big box of nothing okay well mate i think I think that's about it. I think you're done. I am completely Beazle. and utterly done. Uh, I have to question <laughs> the wisdom of recording uh, the Monday after Indie Man. You are relentless in your schedule. You're always optimistic, for one thing. <laughs> but don't forget, you can get your beers from Ales by Mail, Beautiful Beers, Beer Merchants and Ebria, who all now offer a 10% discount to Beer O'Clock Show. Listeners on any beers from their websites, to check out all the details on our beer list page on the website, which is beeroclockshow.co.uk. We're on Twitter at beeroclockshow, on Instagram at beeroclockshow. Steve's on Untapped at Beer Show. Steve, I'm on Untapped at Beer Show Mark, and I'm on Twitter at Beer Show Mark. Next week we have the return of Matt Curtis, who is going to be reviewing N7 from Hamilton with us. Um, and that's about it, mate. It's not been the highlight of your week. It's, it, <laughs> I know that. The, you know what? Yeah, for for once, it's it actually hasn't been the highlight of <laughs> of my week. But for for the sake of closing the show in traditional fact, fashion, um, it has absolutely been the the highlight of my week. And uh, there's one final clip coming up from Indie Man, which is um, the welcome return of Roland from Stephen Roland's beer podcast as as we chat about a beer. It's Indie Man O'Clock, and I'm here with Roland Glue. Roland, how are you doing, mate? All right, mate. Very much enjoying this. How about you? Oh, it's fantastic. Um, those of you that aren't, don't recognise Roland's voice, Roland, you've got a little podcast that you do, mate? Yeah, that's Stephen Roland's Beer Podcast. Which I'm a massive fan of. I love listening to these guys disagreeing on a weekly basis. But that's not why we're here right now. We're here because we are drinking... Um, well, uh, Roland, tell us what we're drinking. So this is from Hawkshead. So Northern Brewery, always interesting to see what they do. Fairly traditional style out, but they've kind of shifted a little bit more kind of into your, your crafty territory these days. And this is their oat wine. Yeah, and we went for the oat wine because neither of us have seen an oat wine before. We've got no idea what we're going to be drinking. Um, Shall we get into this? Yeah, absolutely. This is one just when you look at the thing, you're like, I've got to try this just to find out what I'm doing. Absolutely, right. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Mm. Wow. Well, that's really interesting. On the nose, it's a little bit sour. There's a hint of sourness coming through on yeah, it. But the it's... aftertaste for me is where you get that sours really in the aftertaste. Yeah. But up front, like, more than anything, it's like it's Belgian triple kind of territory. It's kind of sugary sweet as well. Yeah. It's that, a very, very sweet beer. Like For me, someone I know, know maybe just like Steve, I love Belgian beers. Uh, and particularly, like, those triples. You got that, that kind of thing. I, I, that reminds me a lot of this and that... That's a good thing for me. I really like yeah. this. Maybe, maybe I think possibly for me it's a little bit too sweet. However, it's very well balanced. It's it's full of body as well. It's yeah, it's got a lovely taste of body. Like, and 
just guesswork here. We've got no idea what it is we're actually yeah, drinking, no, but you know, no reference point. Your guesswork oats tend to give beer lots of body, and that's that definitely seems to come through. Um, nice balance of that acidity, that sourness, the balance is that that big body and sweetness. Not huge on the bitterness, but enough there to just do what you need. For me, yeah, I'm really liking this. Spot on. So, um, give us your thoughts about the festival as well this year. What do you think of Indie Man? Awesome festival, as always. Like you know, they're going to do well. This year they've spaced it out a bit more, and that's really helpful. Like gives you a bit more room, a bit more chance to see stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's really great. It's an awesome chance every year. You know, people are going to go to Indie Man. It's a great chance to catch up with some people. Um, looks really good. Yeah, it's becoming a bit of a, a, an annual to get get together for you and I to do these little Absolutely, collaborations. Yeah. So uh, in in that continued theme, I'd like you to finish in your standard way for me, mate. Well, honestly. We've got, what is it, 9% beer? 9% beer. We better drink up and shut up. We better. Oh.